everybody. I am Dry Archuleta, and I am joined today by Robbie. Hi. And E. Hello. And today we are continuing our original versus remake with Japanese Korean horror films. You could just say Asian instead of having to say Japanese Korean each time. Yeah, but we're not covering any other, so it's just Japanese and just Korean. So Those like, are both Asian. Yeah, that's true. You want but... me to get like an Indian one to throw in there? Yeah, please. All Maybe right. a Russian one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, my favorite part. I think people get really weird about it whenever I say that that Russians are technically Asian. People get very upset when you're like, yeah, you know, place in Asia, like India, Russia. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. no. He's like, where is it then? The Middle East. He's <laughs> like, that's not that's not a place. Oh, we always make it brown, so probably terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> um, And E, I don't know if I said E. Um, yeah, you said E. Okay, great. I said hello. Oh, hi. Um, so, yeah, today we are going to be watching, or we already watched, rather, Ringu. Uh, two weeks ago, we watched The Ring. Ah, and um, crooked yeah. open mouth as wide as I can possibly make it. Crooked open mouth as it's so wide, so fucking wide. It's ridiculous how wide it is. You can fit an entire corn in there. You can fit so many. <laughs> okay, I don't know why that's so much wide. corn in this bad boy. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of something that'd be large and weird. You can fit so much corn in this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we watched that today, and uh. We're going to share some thoughts on it. But first off, it is 95 minutes. We watched the 4K. That was remastered by Arrow video, by the way. Um, so, yes, it's 95 minutes. Color, Japanese, uh, 5.1 audio, not rated at all. Just not rated. Yeah, Actually, I don't know the ratings in Japan, so I wouldn't know what it would be. I don't know. There. I don't I know. I think they just like say like age ranges instead of random arbitrary letters. That's what UK I, does as well. Yeah, because yeah, I think they just have like a universal and then they have like a plus eight, plus 12, plus 16, plus, plus yeah. 18. Yeah. Like their R is our 15 up and our X is their like 18 up, which is funny. But whatever. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just. I mean, I think that they have like, you know, things that are considered to be like a hard R in yeah. uh, America would be like 18 plus there. Yeah, but like our M rated games are Peggy 18 for the UK. Right. Which is just. It's all theirs makes more sense. <laughs> to be I, completely fair. I don't know. I actually kind of agree with Dry on this, but rating systems in America are just dumb in a I, lot of different ways. They're too subjective, really. Is yes, the they are. I mean, yeah, all of them are gonna be extremely subjective. If not, not if you just say ages. That that's very objective. If you're like, yep, eighteen. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's other country. Yeah, not us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think because I know Japan's actually very like. Uh, with like violence and stuff, they're very averse to it. They are. Um, historically, Mortal Kombat just got ban was just banned in Japan. I think still is actually. I wouldn't know it, which uh hurts the scene uh competitively a lot. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, but that's why there's always Street Fighter, right? There's always Street Fighter. And Tekken's the big one now. Yeah, Tekken just came out, right? Tekken Eight just came out a couple of days ago. Uh, the online's broken. Oh, good, perfect on PC. Uh, well, that nobody plays there, so <laughs> that's fine. where everyone plays it. Actually, <laughs> it's where the competitive scene is. But sure, well, well, uh, considering know. the online is broken, means nobody can play there. Good. <laughs> I think they fixed some of it. This is weird to me. Booting up your PC to play a fighting game on a fight pad just seems makes weird. Way more sense. I don't know. Console is, console makes sense in my brain. Uh, if, you know, I feel like 
the PC with the fight pad makes the most sense since it's starting on arcade machines, and arcade machines just are kind of small PCs with the fight stick. Arcades are arguably large PCs, actually. Large, yeah, <laughs> small comparative to what they can do, large comparative to what they are, sure. Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, this movie, Robbie. Yo, if people want to watch this before we really start talking about it, it came out in 1998. It's an old movie at this point, but if you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. Where can people do that? It's a little bit of a weird bag. There are a lot of places you can watch this, I will say. Uh, some of you might want to do your research on it. Like, apparently, um, counting what country you're in, you can watch it on Disney Plus because not everyone has Hulu or mm-hmm. AMC. Um, but, or also, uh, I'm guessing like Japanese Netflix, you could probably watch it on there too. Maybe. But um, if you're here in the States where we are, it's Google Play and Vudu. Uh, Google Play for $1.99, Vudu for $2.99. Uh, probably the easiest way you can watch it, if you don't mind ads, is on Tubi. And then there's also the premium subscriptions on YouTube TV, Amazon Prime, and Sling TV. As long as you have an AMC Plus subscription. It's weird. Or if you have a Screenbox subscription, then you can watch the prime time of, of it on YouTube. <laughs> and they then, just keep making up new things. Yeah, yeah just more and, then, and more. Because, of course, you can watch it on there. You can also watch it on Shutter. Of course. Of course. Yeah. In your box, there was a thing I've never heard of that you can watch it on. Oh, yeah. Let me open it up real quick, because I've also never fucking heard of it. Yeah. Was it Screambox? No. It is Stream Killer Cult. Matalo. Uh, Arrow-Player.com. Enter promo code this. Yeah, just, I don't know. Why don't you list off the promo code? Yeah, yeah, let me read it out for you real quick. Um. First person to get the promo code gets, I guess, the free movie on some streaming service that we think is sketchy. Yeah, but it's a bunch of different things from Arrow. It seems cool. I'm going to check it out, but... They're uh, who remastered I, this. Yeah, I was going to say, because Arrow has been remastering a lot of old horror movies. I'm guessing they might just have their own streaming service at this point. Arrow, um, click of the box. Arrow is one of those uh, people that if you want like a really, really, really good looking version of a movie there to go to yeah there are a couple of other ones that i have some and they're iffy i would say they don't normally go to the master of them which arrow i think if ever possible they go to the master there's some cases where they won't remaster something because they can't get the master on it right they can't get the but if i remember correctly they got lucky enough that they're able to get their hands on the original negatives of this movie so they're able to do a very good remaster of this i think that's very uncommon actually because i think in japan it's not common to like keep it's not stuff. common here. No, <laughs> but like we do it every now and then. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of stories of stuff in Japan just getting lost because like the companies just didn't bother to keep it. Yeah. 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 To be fair, this has always been a very popular film though, so I can see them actually probably trying to take care of the negatives for yes. this mo- for this movie in particular because it is such a big deal in Japan. Yeah. Um. Man, the back of the box here is a lot. A lot. Um. But I'm gonna read it. Okay. I'm gonna read this whole thing before we get All into right, our initial thoughts here. <laughs> Maybe. Here we go. I'll wake you up when he's done. <laughs> in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I plugged his nose. Keep going. <laughs> in 1998, director Hideo Nakata unleashed a chilling tale of technological terror on unsuspecting audiences, which redefined the horror genre, launched the J horror boom in the West and introduced a generation of moviegoers to a creepy, dark-haired girl called Sadako. The film's success spawned a slew of remakes, reimaginations, and imitators, but none could quite boast the power of Nakata's original masterpiece, 
which melded traditional Japanese folklore with contemporary anxieties about the spread of technology. A group of teenage friends are found dead, their bodies grotesquely contorted, their faces twisted in terror. Raiko, when Marnie was there, and Nanako Matsume, from there, whatever those are, a journalist. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, when Marnie was there is actually a pretty well-regarded movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, she's in it. A journalist and the aunt of one of the victims sets out to investigate the shocking phenomenon and in the process uncovers a creepy urban legend about a supposedly cursed videotape, the contents of which causes anyone who views it to die within a week, unless they can persuade someone else to watch it and, in so doing, pass on the curse. Arrow Video is proud to present Rinku, the film that started it all. <laughs> Restored from the original negative and glorious high definition and supplemented by a wealth of bonus materials. Which there are a shit ton of bonus materials in this, by the way. It comes with a book that goes through a bunch of making of stuff. As a, the DVD game where you have to run away from Sadako. <laughs> no, but there, the amount of extras that come in this is just as long as the back of the box that is read. It's fucking insane. There's so much stuff in this. I mean, I it kind of makes sense. I want to say, one, that back of the box barely actually talks about the movie. Two, yeah. what it does is kind of not really correct. It's absolutely it, correct. It's what correct. do you mean? I would not say, like, the point of the movie is like, oh, you got to get someone else to watch the tape. That's, like, the big thing at the end and arguably a big spoiler. It are, it's very much a big spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, like, the thing of, like, <laughs> I have to convince this person to do it. Yeah, and that's I, like, what don't it makes to. it sound like the point is. But it is what the movie's about. <laughs> kind of. So. Sure, might as well just have the fucking end game come in, like, or uh, Infinity War, whichever one came first, and just at the end, just say, as and Tony Stark has to get over Spider Man dying in his arms. Like, it might. I don't know. That's <laughs> true, actually. I don't know. <laughs> and to be fair, for people who went to go watch Endgame, if they weren't, like, the first person to watch it, there was somebody sitting in the uh, outside of the theater, just, like, screaming the spoiler at the end of it. Man, that was such bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah. Usually, that's right. Got to spoil it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did spoil Infinity, Infinity War a little bit accidentally. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. We talked about that a lot. Yeah, um, yeah we have. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it feels kind of misleading, I would say, more than anything. I don't think it's misleading. I think it makes it sound more pulpy than it actually is. I think it does do that, but I don't think it's misleading necessarily. Um, Let's go into initial thoughts here. Um, I know for me and Robbie, it's been... Have you ever seen Ringo, actually? So I've seen, like, little bits and pieces of it, but, like, right. not the whole thing, because I uh, I think it's, like, a friend showed me a while back of, like, uh, going on, like, how technology has gone forward and how, like, there wasn't a whole lot of special effects for this one. So, like, I asked, like, so, like considering how old this movie is, I wonder what they actually did for, like, the whole her crawling out of the TV scene. And, like, she, I got to see that scene. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I haven't seen... I saw, like, little tiny bits and pieces, like, stuff you'd see from a trailer. Right. For those wondering the answer to that, they actually just hired a ghost for those scenes. Yeah, yeah, it's just easier. Yeah. I mean, in Japan, yeah. It was kind of a bitch because the union we had to get involved. Yeah, I was gonna... Well, this is pre-union, actually, which is why they went ahead with it. Uh, Post-union, they had a lot of rules about how you could pay them. Uh, Ghosts don't really need money, so they wanted souls, and just no one wanted to deal with that. Yeah, so, I don't know, that's why there's such a... Such a small market for these movies now. Yeah. You just can't get the ghosts involved. They're too expensive. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. For me, it's been a long time. I haven't seen it since I was like 16-ish, I think, if I remember correctly. Well, I was a teenager when I saw it last. Okay. 
Um, you said yeah. you got it at a Blockbuster, right? I think we talked a bit of that during. Not a Blockbuster, our local rental place. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. I will the say this equivalent. is this yes. is the first time that I actually watched it all the way through. Like I thought I had seen more of this movie, but apparently not the more that I watched it. Right. And E, you had never seen it. No, I didn't sing original Ring, so it's very yeah. You know, I I also don't watch a lot of uh live action j- mm, Japanese no. stuff. Just Seven Samurai, which I adore, and yes. it's the longest movie ever made. So fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's get into thoughts here. E, hi. What did you think? Better than the American one, agreed for sure. Though they didn't steal as much as I expected. No, I mean, they kind of did. They they stole a lot, but like not the biggest parts of this movie. I would yeah. say. Yeah, I would agree. I think some of the things that they did steal or manipulate are things that I really hated about the remake, though. Yeah, I think. Like, the stuff they stole, I feel like they didn't really get. Right. They didn't understand why um, they were right. stealing it. <laughs> Though, like, I during us talking about it, I was like, I kept being like, man, I feel like they just took this good part about from the ring and stuff. Some of the stuff I did praise the the remake of was not stolen from this, so it's I'll true. give them that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of shots that you actually liked in the ring a lot, and you're like, but I bet it's in the original, and they weren't, actually. No, so that was actually kind of surprising. Yeah. Um. I still don't think the 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 ring is a good movie. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that surprised me. This one I almost feel like has the opposite problem of uh the ring where I think the pacing's too fast. Fair? Like I think it doesn't give you time to breathe sometimes. <laughs> Which, you know, for a horror movie is probably somewhat the idea on yeah the idea but depends the tone you're going for yeah if you're an a24 all you have is breathing room <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah like i almost was like man i almost want a little bit more time with some of these things that they just bring up yeah so that that was kind of funny so the rare movie where i think it was a little too short and could have had some more <laughs> we got we found one everybody found it. it's this and nna's big picture show <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not joking when I say it for that. There, there's yes. a lot of like cutscenes and stuff for it, and he's making sure that I think would have helped. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, no, I really like it. Um, I think a lot of what I enjoy about this is it's a lot more subdued versus versus the ring. Mm-hmm. And though it still is kind of like a bit overacted sometimes. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah absolutely. But is. that's kind of just Japanese. Yeah, I was gonna say that's just kind of Japanese. Whatever, like. Whenever they need to show somebody's angry or sad or something, they have to overdo it a little bit. Yeah, which we got to do, too. Yeah, it gets into a little soap opera territory sometimes, yeah. though, with this. I was going to say, because it reminds me, because one of the things you say you hate about anime is that it's very, like, melancholic. Mel- uh, melodramatic. Melodramatic, sorry, yeah. not melancholic. <laughs> uh, so, like, <laughs> I was, like, thinking about, like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, some uh, of that stuff is hard to take seriously. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a, it's so interesting how different they are though yeah the, like they're the same idea uh and they steal a lot from this which you know it's a remake so it's like what counts as stealing or not sure. i guess but it's just kind of really interesting to watch this um yeah i i think that's basically like a little fast paced but i like a lot of the ideas more in this than the ring they just textually work better in this yeah especially stuff like the v i think the movie on the vhs tape makes way more sense in this one versus the ring yeah um as well as like 
I like that it doesn't feel so grandiose versus the ring. Like this just feels like this is just a thing happening to this family. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in the ring, it's like, we got to get to the bottom of this mystery and <laughs> tell the world. It's like, no, no, it's just, we might die. Yeah. But also I would say one of the biggest differences between this and the American remake is that this feels like they're actually investigating and like figuring things out and that's yes. propelling them. Whereas in the American remake, I feel like they're stumbling into answers. That's yeah. never their actual ability. That's like getting I, them I to the next yeah, point. I think that's a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what do you think, Robbie? Uh, in some ways, I like this one better. In some ways, I like the American version better. I think overall, I do like this version better of it. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen in this one that make more sense in the Japanese culture for like just everything mm-hmm. that's happening in the movie. Yeah. Um, they put pieces together in a way that make more sense and like kind of make it to where it flows better than the American one. Like you guys said, they just kind of like stumble onto some of the things that are happening compared to like in this one there, there's like actual like uh, deaths that are happening and they're investigative journalists that like, it's their job to be looking into this to begin with. And like, it started off with the school rumor and just kind of like builds onto something that they're looking for and like trying to figure out. And so it makes more sense of why they're doing what they're doing. in yeah. This one version um, some of the scares aren't quite as much. I do like the fact that they lean way more into the supernatural uh portion. Yeah, of this. that's because like it feels weird because obviously it's about a cursed tape, so obviously it's supernatural. Yeah. But there's like way more like supernatural yeah. stuff. Like and they lean into fiction. yeah, yeah, because yeah, it is almost like science fictiony for the American version. For this one, it is like very much paranormal and very much supernatural and they yeah. lean into it very heavily it's i'm like, like a, this is happening because of this and because of psychic reasons and because of ghost reasons and because like of random reasons detective conan episode yeah <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> Where it's like he's solving the mystery and then also there's a ghost trying to kill him yeah yeah, yeah. like it, it's it's so crazy different and the fact of like like you said, it really does start off as like a very small thing. And the, the way that she discovers all of this feels so much more natural in yes. this. It does. And then I think one thing that I thought was very interesting about this uh, version of it is the beginning portion of this movie, there is like almost shot for shot parts that are like almost identical to the American mm-hmm. version. And then at some point in time, they just completely split off from each other yeah. in yeah. ways that almost don't make sense like that hurt the American remake a lot, but like really helped for this version of like, yeah. it makes more sense why they did it in this one. Yeah. The American remake, it really just feels like the Washington is like, this isn't scary enough. We add, need to add yeah. scares. Yeah. It really we need does. to add a horse dying. <laughs> and then like they added stuff in the American remake that like would make sense in this movie, but yeah. don't really make sense for the American version yes. of it. But yeah. like, they felt like they had to add more scare to it. Like, I think from the initial scene in the movie, you can tell the difference almost immediately of what it is they're actually going for mm-hmm. because it's in ideas the opening scene of this movie which by the way i like this movie more than the american remake as well yeah but <laughs> just jumping into it uh the opening scene even though it is nearly identical really yeah, actually almost like just the same script yeah this feels so much more natural for what these characters are like, it's almost the same conversation that the two characters have in the American one, which if you haven't yeah. listened to that, it might be worth going and listening to that one and getting our thoughts on that, because uh, we'll probably just be jumping around to different comparison points in this one, honestly. Right. Um, so, like, there is the two teenage girls talking about it, and they have that same conversation, but it doesn't feel like it's trying to play a trick on the audience about them talking about it. It feels like it's two teenage girls actually talking yeah. about this thing. You want to know something I really appreciate this one versus the American one? Hmm. It feels so much more claustrophobic. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
especially the fucking hallway shot. Like you're so on edge. Yeah. And again, it's almost the same in both where it's like a random phone call and you go down this hallway. But I mean, this is probably just an advantage because Japanese houses are just smaller. Sure. But like you just like you're looking down this hallway and you just feel uncomfortable. You do. And the other thing that I really appreciate about this is that the one girl doesn't answer the phone and then try to play a trick on the other girl. Yeah. Like it doesn't make it to be this mean thing. It's just like, oh, hey, we're both relieved now. Great. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't feel mean in any way, which maybe it's just American culture is different in that way. Uh, yeah, super. So <laughs> slight tangent or uh, non sequitur, as Robbie calls them. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a funny anecdote about when Sailor Moon was moved here uh, in Japan. One of the most popular Sailor Moon characters is uh, Sailor Mercury. I think she is the blue haired one. Sure. And she's like really studious and nerdy. Uh, she's really popular in Japan, but in America, she's one of the least favorites because a lot of Americans were like, oh, she's like boring and stuck up. And they really liked uh, Sailor Venus, I think, the like loud The one, one with like the, the green like, hair, I think? No, that's Sailor Pluto. Oh. Um, it's I don't been know, a while the, the redhead one who's like loud and like <laughs> sure. very aggressive. So like, I, you know, it, thinking of it that way it makes sense the differences in this and yeah. like in america we do rib on each other a lot more it's true um, yeah so like it it's one of the changes that makes sense but it makes it feel weird as a horror movie yes yeah it doesn't feel like scary yeah yeah i agree um and the scene plays out nearly identically to the american one but yeah. the tone does feel so much more dire in this yeah well like again another slight change in the American one, when the TV turns on, it's just static. Yeah. But in Japan, it turns on to the baseball game that they were watching. Yeah. And, like, it's subtle, but that one makes way... That one just makes you feel way more uncomfortable. Yeah, and, I like, the coincidental thing of it, because when they answer the phone, it's like, oh, the baseball game's going on. They're going to be stuck for a little while. Yeah. And then the coincidence of, like, oh, and TV turns on, it's baseball. Like, that's fucking weird, right? Yeah. Like, it's just a little more creepy. It's a little more eerie. She uh, she doesn't go and, like, quit messing with me. It's like, no, the friend's not even there anymore. So, like, how would it have been? Yeah. It's it's just handled so much better. Yeah. And then it's not quite as drawn out either because they they made it way more drawn out to where, like, in this one, the TV turns on. She's like, oh, that's weird, and turns it off, and then turns back on, and then, you you know, you get the payoff compared to the American version to where – it turns on and static. She turns it off and is like, quit playing jokes. And then it turns on again and she unplugs it. And then the TV upstairs, upstairs turns on. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it feels again. That's the difference is this is much more fast paced. Yeah. And even with that faster pace, this just feels like it's paced better in this mm-hmm. aspect yeah. for sure. Like it's just a way better way to start the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, then it's the next one. She's, uh, She's at work, just kind of the reporter. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they keep on hearing this rumor about this tape. Because like that's how this movie starts out: is two girls talking about the rumor of this tape, and then one says like, "Oh, I watched it," and then goes to you know this. Uh, there's these suspected deaths, and so they start talking to middle schoolers about you know this rumor about this tape, and you know what it all can mean, like what they think about it and stuff like that. Is kind of like a local news report. Yeah, yeah. and I, it goes to what Jerry was saying, where like it feels like things are getting pieced together way more. Cause it starting with her being like, Oh, I'm doing this report on this thing. And that leads to her finding everything. Whereas it kind of just happened to happen in the American one. Yeah. yeah. Like she is a reporter, 
apparently she doesn't do much reporting in the American one no. at all. She's not very good. She doesn't use the she equipment. She almost got fired, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she sucks, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in this one, she's actively investigating a thing, has a crew, is doing a whole report on it. She's back at the news station looking stuff up about it and is looking through newspaper and sees the thing. She's like, that's a weird coincidence that happens to coincide with this other thing. I'm a reporter. I know that's weird. I should look into this more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But then also, you know, she's tied into it because apparently, like, you know, like the American version, this happened to her niece. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the other thing is, like, in the American version, she's not really pushed into starting to investigate this until after the funeral and was, like, kind of begged to. She's yeah. like, she's so young, she couldn't have had a heart attack. And in this, it's not like this big dramatic thing. It's like, they don't know what happened to them. Their yeah. heart just stopped. It might be some sort of weird disease we don't know about. We don't understand what happened. We don't know. Yeah. But it's not like she had a heart attack, and that's impossible. <laughs> no one can have heart attacks. <laughs> Teenagers yeah. never have heart attacks. Yeah, like, it's not this, like, thing that they're, like, trying to scientifically explain. She's like, fucking no clue, dude. <laughs> right. Um, and re- towards this time, another, like, subtle difference is her son. Yes. Whereas yes. in the American one, we talk about how he's, like, the generic, like, oh, he's the kid who knows everything and is way yeah. smarter than he should be. Whereas this one, he's just he's kind just of a, kid. a weird kid. He's a very standoffish kid because he's had a bit of a rough childhood. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's very understandable, actually, why he's so standoffish. Because, well, in this one, they keep on talking about how, like, like, don't you think it's a little bit weird that you're leaving, you know, your seven-year-old son by himself? And it's like, oh, he's used to it at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not okay for a kid his age. No. And, like, he asks questions that make sense for kids his age because, like, he's like, why did she die? And he's like, oh, this and that. And he's like, do kids die too? And like, that's the question kids think about yeah. at that time, especially when confronting death. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, he's handled so much better. Yeah. And that's, again, I think it's just at the time, the Americanisms of it all were like, we got to have the weird quirky kid who's too smart. Yeah. Like, we got to mm-hmm. have it in and a horror movie. That kind of was the thing about the horror movies. And I think when I said this last time too, I think the only time it ever really worked was like for movies like Stir of Echoes, but like in that, you know, the kid is psychic in that one. So it makes sense to why he acts the way that he acts in that movie. Right. That's the other big thing that I don't even understand why they made this change for the American one is that in this, the dad is psychic. Yeah. Like he's a medium. You learn just, this much later, but you do, but he straight up is just a medium. Like, it's not like, I don't know. I feel weird things. It's not medium. Like that's a thing yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> like mediums are just a thing in this one. They're still skeptical in this movie about mediums, but mediums are just like, Oh yeah, they are just a thing. Some people are just mediums. In yeah. This. And like the, our reporter lady also has some sort of abilities for that, which makes the son kind of more sensitive to that stuff. And so you understand like why he's sort of sensitive to these kind of things. Right. Whereas in the American one, he's just like, Oh, oh yeah, he's kid's weird. weird. Kid. He's yeah. probably psychic or something. No idea. Yeah. I almost so one thing I think of is I think I would say in Japan they're just more likely to believe that because like Japan is very superstitious as a country, right? Yeah. Whereas like we are too to an extent, but like I think it was the eighties is when we had our like super like oh what a psychos are real and then we learned they're all frauds. Yeah. Whereas that wasn't like a thing that happened in Japan. I don't think there was like a huge cover up or not cover up, but uncovered up i guess i don't know the wording like it's also like a huge investigation or something like that but like that stuff's also tied to their culture and tied to belief systems and things like that whereas us it was just like psychics are cool right yeah yeah (laughs) compared to like you know there have been soothsayers and uh mediums for you know millennia i mean yeah yeah, hell there's they have shrines and stuff and right you go to pray to like the owner of the shrine who is like not a god but like a demigod or whatever 
Like, it's just so much more inclined in their thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I get why they think that they would have to change something like that. But at the same time, it's one of those things where, like, I don't intrinsically believe that, like, Americans don't have the ability to understand other cultures, basically. Because when anime started getting popular, too, there was a huge issue with that where, like, they kept dumbing down or just changing huge things about these shows (laughs) because they were like, well, you know, they can't have these Japanese things because it's not in Japan. <laughs> Whereas, like, I think you can see with the huge boom that anime went through that, like, that's just not true. Like, people yeah, are no, just right. completely okay with checking out, uh, with not, <laughs> with, uh, like, l- knowing about other cultures and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that media doesn't give them enough the, credit enough credit yeah for just understanding and like wanting to learn about things like that yeah and i i, I want to say this is actually like a uniquely american issue yeah because like i i don't hear that happen a lot i mean obviously we're in america so we're gonna hear it much more but sure. like it seems that like stuff just gets like ported way more frequently outside of america than in america and like kept in the original language and context and yada yada yeah yeah that's true yeah because a lot of media when it goes to another country they go out of their way to to dub it so that it fits their culture more and stuff like that. Right. And we don't do that as much, which is it's so strange. So well, we weird. don't just get other media much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was huge a couple of years back when uh, Parasite won stuff because it was a Korean thing. Yeah. And like the fact that it won anything in America because we're so like secluded, basically, in terms of our entertainment. Yeah, it's it's so weird things that come across the the borders to us and things that like we expect everybody to just know about. And it's like no, we don't fucking know anything about that. that's American. We don't know about that. Yeah, like it's, it's just weird. It's like, weird what American stuff does crossover. You want want to know the, one of the funniest thing? What's that? Uh, you know that Seth MacFarlane movie Ted? Yeah, huge in Japan. Really? Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> astronomically bid to the fact that like I think Ted Two was basically made for Japan. Huh. I don't want to like exactly say that. I'm sure like it did fine enough here and yada yada, but like right. it's huge in Japan. Huh. There's a Ted series now. Yeah. Which actually seems way better than the people movies. have been saying it's actually really funny and like yeah. the random out of context clips do seem funny, though that's all the Seth MacFarlane stuff out of context will be funny. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, Ringu. Yeah, yeah, Ringu. Back to the movie. But honestly, something else that I like that they treated a lot better in this movie, which is not even like a cultural thing, is the fact that, you know, the main protagonist and her ex-husband they say almost right away like oh yeah like this is my ex-wife yeah like they don't try to like hide it to like have like this big reveal that like that's their son yeah together or something like that like they did in the american version because that's something that's always bugged me but in this one it's just like oh yeah like the student comes over like by the way this is my ex-wife I'm like oh yeah. nice to meet you and like okay like so it just established like very early on in this movie and i think yeah. it does way better at establishing that um because you can get how they feel about each other way earlier on, so you understand their relationship yeah, better. Yeah, how, like, this is, they both care about each other, but it's a broken relationship thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they do it, they treat it a lot better in this than they did in the American version. So much better. They don't have the father talk to the son, and the son's like, I, you know, I don't even think about you, dad. You, you yeah. yeah, they don't have that thing. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, he completely understands that he has divorced parents. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I it's like a it's like a funny scene but like I think it just speaks way better to the understanding of this where the way you get introduced to the ex uh husband 
is that he's just sitting there in the rain as the sun comes out of uh, year one school. Yeah. Yeah. And like they stare at each other and then the sun just walks away. Yeah. So it's like that little scene tells you so much more about their relationship than like the entirety of the American one. Yeah, it really does. Just like the fact that the sun's like, I, I, I'm angry at you. I feel like this is your fault. Like you don't even need words. You just understand right away. Like, the relationship these two people yeah, have yeah. it's so much better it really is <laughs> like, it really is yeah like you know sometimes just the subtlety it's it's i kept saying it felt like this with the ring where it's like you can t- after watching this it's so clear that the guy watched ring but didn't like think about it yeah. yeah like he's like hey this is a cool aspect but didn't fully understand why it's a good aspect he's like yo haunted tape that sounds awesome yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah. and like it's actually something that they even say in this it's almost a throwaway line at the beginning of this is that the tape was made recently but it was made on accident because uh whenever the the group of kids went to that cabin uh one of them wanted to watch the baseball game but uh so he yeah. tried recording it on vhs but instead of the baseball game he got the recording that was on the tape that you see yeah so it's just like it, it was ma- it wasn't just like some mysterious tape that showed up out of nowhere like it was oh i wanted to record the baseball game why the hell is this on here yeah and like it's it, it makes just so much more so sense. much better yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, especially because like it gives context to like why it happened in fact you know this is a little bit spoiler because you learn this later everything relates back to that cabin Yes. Yeah, like you only get the phone call in the cabin. You only the tape came from the ta- the cabin, and like, yeah, of course yeah. it did. Yeah. yeah, it makes so much sense. And like, it's like, why does it work differently in the American one? I don't know. I like, actually don't like, understand why it is so different. Maybe if they try changed it because they just wanted to be like, ooh, the phone. Isn't it scary if you get a call? Everybody gets a call anywhere they're at. Isn't that scary? But like. It's not. No, it makes much more sense in this one that it only happens in the cabin. Yeah. Much like the tape was made in the cabin. Like, everything relates back to that place, which is why they draw the conclusion of why they need to go back to that cabin in the Japanese version in comparison to the American one where they have to, like, piece together all this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and the tree and, like, yeah, exactly. Like, it makes so much more sense. It is, and context works so much better in this than it did in the American version. Like, like you said, it's like they wanted, like they like the idea of a haunted videotape, but didn't understand why it worked for this movie. Yeah. yeah, or why it was important that it was a haunted videotape that you have to pass on. They didn't understand the importance of it at all. Right. Well, the American remake. They kind of did, but we'll get to that when we get more towards the ending of this. Sure. Yeah. 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 But anyways, um, because yeah, uh, while she's doing the investigation, she actually goes and like or goes back to that cabin because she sees like the distorted picture that's in front of that cabin goes there. Uh, when she's looking at like the little tapes that they can rent, she sees one that's blank and she's like, Hey, what's that? And he's like, huh, I don't know. And like asks if she can use it and like, and watch it and watches it inside that cabin, yeah. which, which I want, I want to also bring a big difference yeah. too, is that like in the American one, he's like, Oh yeah, we also rent out tapes to people. Cause we're out here in nowhere with no signal. Uh, it's kind of crazy how there's no signal out here. So we got to rent these tapes out. Uh, what's this tape? Oh, there's a blank tape. That's weird that there's a blank tape there. Someone must have just left it here. Yeah, like, they have to point it out so crazily in the American yeah. one. And, and like, this one, <laughs> it's just her being a good reporter and being curious, being like, what's that one? Yeah. Like, it's just a smaller, simpler thing. In the right. American one, also, like, he's, like, this big character. Like, this, like, weird guy that's, like... Is this your car? Yeah, is this yeah. your car? Like, it, whereas this one's, like, yeah, that's the guy who owns it. Yeah. Like, it's just, <laughs> he just is. Yeah. It's you don't a, need to make it weird. Yeah. And, like, it... It helps the pacing so much more because, like, in the American one, that's like 10, 15 minutes just talking to that guy. And this one, it's like two. Yeah. 
and that's all you need. Yeah, all you really need is like, hey, how come there's a blank tape there? And then also it helps like the fact that she's slightly psychic, that she's drawn to that one too. Yeah. Which yeah. also helps with the story of this. Yeah. Um, but there's that. Uh, another thing that's almost a throwaway line that I like in this one better is like whenever she asks for help from her ex-husband, he's like, he even asks her like, like, huh, that's kind of weird. Like, I kind of want to take a look on my own. Can you make a copy for me? Like, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, sure. Like, you know, I work at a reporting place. Of course I can make a copy for you. Like that totally makes sense for it. And like, it's like I said, almost a throwaway line. And like it, it's not until you've watched it or like know the context of it, why that's such an important line, even though it feels like a throwaway one. Same with like the whole like, oh, yeah, like they're trying to record a baseball game. But then instead this showed up or at that cabin. Yeah. The other thing that helps this so much more with the characters and their likability even mm. is that whenever she's like, hey, there's something weird going on. Can you come help me check this out? And he takes the picture. He's not like, oh, you're an idiot. This camera's weird. Why'd you fake yeah. it? Yeah, like, This camera's like, broken. He's like, that is weird. Okay, let's look at this tape because that seems weird too. Like he's not like questioning her the whole time. Yeah, right. Like, the guy in the American one's such a fucking asshole for no reason. Yeah, that's that's like a gigantic difference. But it's 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 weird. It's so crazy. Yeah, and it. But like one of the frustrating things is like you can't take the guy the in the American one you can't take the guy out because he's why they can like copy the tape and everything basically. Yeah. But in this one, like they're working together, like. You know, there's some clear animosity between them. Yeah. Which is nice because, like, it's not a perfect thing. No, it's not a perfect relationship. It is a relationship with a lot of hurdles, and they care about each other, but they're divorced, so, like, there's going to be some anger. Like, it it just works. Yeah, it yeah. works so much better in this. <laughs> and, like, it's it, watching this one shows, like, how unsubtle the director of the American one is. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like, in this one, she goes out, and she's just, like, looking out there in the rain. Whereas in the American one, like she looks out and you can like see every single person in the, every room. Yeah, like and they it, like, does decide the, to they... make that twenty minute or not tw like ten minute long scene of like, oh, that this person's watching this on TV. This person's like, watching this on TV. It's the thing of that's like a cool scene, but it doesn't help the movie. No, it's honestly what I think it is is I think that that portrays a very different message mm -hmm. than what the actual message is for original Ringu. Yeah, I think Ringu this scene shows how alone she feels in that moment while also pushing forward like hey you got to pass this on to other people and in the ring it's this thing to where like isn't just the upcoming television craze crazy like isn't everybody yeah. stuck to their television everyone has to be watching television like it's a different message honestly yeah and it just misses the point right but anyways yeah uh, ex-husband watches it, decides, like, you know, start investigating it. Uh, she makes a copy for him. They start, like, looking at some of the, like, little details inside of it and trying to see, like, because the only two things that they can see on there is the word eruption and pseudo in the eyes of a, a horse. Sado. Or sado. sado. Yeah. yeah, in the eyes of a horse in there. And they're like, okay, like, what do these mean? And, like, start looking that up and start looking, because in this one, it makes sense because, like, you know, uh, eruption, like, maybe a volcano. And, like, there's a part wherever, like, the... Uh, they hear what's almost like a voice, but sped up, and so they have to like slow it down and listen to it, which is like this little rhyme, but like the rhyme is yeah, makes we, no uh, sense. We don't think it translated. No, maybe not, because like it would make sense of because like um, how does it go again? It's like the water of thine goblins. Or, uh, the, are, uh, the, uh, the water of brine. Uh, goblins are thine. thine. Yeah. yeah, which like is you know. I just it just feels mistranslated. One because yeah, like does. it would be very convenient if that rhymed in American in English. Yeah, right. like the thing that after watching the movie you can see what they're going for is like 
uh, water, like water of brine, like well water, like yeah. still water. Like you see yeah. what it's going for there. And then goblin of thine, like goblin in the water, like evil thing. Like you, you can understand like what it's going for, but like, there's no way that was the translation. No, yeah. I, I feel like it had to be something. Cause like water of brine, that would be like seawater and how like, yeah, there's like the, you know, this are uh, a lot of places that are like near oceans have this uh, innate fear of like, the depths of the ocean, like mon- or sea monsters that might be underneath there. So it's like, you know, you go out into the ocean, you might be eaten up by sea monsters. Like it's almost uh, something yeah. like that, but doesn't really work in an English translation if you want it to rhyme. And you so know, they have to change the goblins. Goblin. Yeah. yeah. I, I just like, I wonder if it's supposed to be like a kappa or something like, like a, some Japanese folklore that yeah. they were like, it, we just going to call it a goblin because we really can't. Because we'd have to explain what this thing is, and it's just, there's not, yeah, we can't. We're, we're not old anime. We can't have, like, the seven paragraphs describing <laughs> what these <Yeah. laughs> what these things are. I, I love and hate old fan subs so much because they're so bad. Yeah, because it'd just be, like, one word, and it's like, this yeah. is how that word came to be, and well, the entire fucking screen. Like, and it makes sense because, like, in Japan, there's so many different, there's so many more words to describe things. We have, like, one, like, one of the funniest things to say about in Japan, and you know, in English, we have I when describing ourselves. In Japan, there's like 16 different words depending on like your gender, your like feelings towards yourself, your like <laughs> how you want to be perceived, how formal you need to be, and like all these yeah. things. And for us, just I, yeah, <laughs> but like it's it's a joke where it's like. <laughs> In Japan, it's like ore if you're like a man and like trying to be masculine and stuff. Or in like in old Japan subs, they just didn't translate it and would just say like it means I. But it's like why didn't you just write I? <laughs> and uh, it just is so funny because like I think that has this issue where people want these weird literal translations of stuff, and it's like sometimes you just gotta like get the feel of something because. Languages don't literally translate to each other. No, they don't at all. Well, they don't literally translate to each other. And the thing about language is it's not this very strict thing that you have to yeah. have. It's just a tool meant so we can understand each other. Just like, hey, can you pass that cup over there? Like, it's it doesn't have to be, you know, a literal translation of just like, I would like to drink from this specific orifice over here. Bring it to me or something like that. Yeah. Which like, is why English is so difficult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, yeah. Um, man, I got it on a tangent there. It's fun. I mean, that's because like a lot of this is just about the differences between America and Japan in terms of storytelling and all that. Yeah, it especially is. in the two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, goes through all the cabin stuff, figures out. Uh, he watches the tape and does want the copy. They go through looking through all yeah, the stuff. Doesn't yeah, get a phone that. call, as we said. Does not get a phone call, and they keep out there like, why didn't he get a phone call? Right. Um. But that's the other thing is he doesn't get a phone call, but that doesn't make him disbelieve her. Yeah. Like he, well, and it makes sense because he's a psychic. Yeah. Yeah. So like, he's not, he's not going to be like, ghost, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then there's also like the rumor that's attached to it too, and that, that he probably knows about it because it's newsworthy at this point. Like yeah. there have been newspaper articles, there have been actual like TV articles about this. And so like, he's not just dismissing it right away, but also like you can tell he feels uncomfortable about the whole thing to begin with, but he still helps her like, look for this and he's like all right eruption like why would there be eruption maybe a volcano yeah. and start looking for areas with volcanoes and uh, start looking up stories about it and ends up finding um the story about this woman that predicted an eruption that happened 40 years ago yeah yeah and she threw herself in the volcano yeah. and then yeah looks in, or looks into it more find out that she threw herself into volcano i think it was 
No, it was actually before this because he starts believing her, but I can't remember what the reason was now. I think he just kind of... He's always believed her. Well, he always believed her, but, like, uh, there's something... Like, he kind of went to the point of just, like, like, okay, like, maybe you're overthinking this a little bit to, like, oh, you have three days left. We really need to hurry now. Like, I can't remember what the I think it's when he was. finds the fact that the eruption thing happened and then figures out where the um the phrase comes from. The, yeah, right. the phrase comes from, he's like, and it's a boat ride to get there, so we kind of have to go now because you have three days left if yeah. this is real. Right. Which also, I hate to say it, the boat ride makes more sense with Japanese too because like they're... They're islands. Weren't. Yeah, they're... <laughs> well, I was going to say Japan's a series of islands too because yeah. there's the big island and there's like a series of smaller islands in comparison yeah. to like, there's not a whole lot of island communities out, off are on the offshore of America. No. no. So, I don't really remember. Really what state is the... I think it's like in it... Massachusetts or something. I I don't even remember, quite honestly. The, that's the thing. It doesn't matter, I guess, in the American yeah. one is ultimately the answer. But yeah, they go yeah. from like looking for a volcano island on this one to like, oh, there's a lighthouse that we need to find in the American right. version, which I guess... I guess... We should probably discuss the differences of the tapes between the two. Yeah. So the things that are same are... The, like, woman in the mirror, then it's Sadako in the mirror, and then the woman looking over. Yeah. yeah. But there's a distinct thing, and again, I think it is to the detriment of the American one, where it specifically has another mirror directly in the center, because they're like, oh, that's an impossible shot. But this one has that, too, where it's like, and it's so much more subtle, because she's like, that shot shouldn't be possible, though I guess they could edit it out with enough effects. Yeah. So it's like... It's the thing where it's like, it's not literally impossible, but it would be hard to do, especially for something that seems just like a random tape. Yeah, like, it's like, you'd have to have like a bunch of people that made this. And he's like, well, somebody made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah, yeah, so it's... that's like a big difference. And then like, the actual imagery in Ringu relates back to what the source of what is happening yeah, is. Yeah, it's like a bunch of people crawling and like trying to leave something. Mm-hmm. A hooded man just pointing, yep. standing away from the ocean, and of course the well. Yeah. Whereas in the American one, it's a fly, hap like well, flying somewhere. It's a, just like a random fly. It's on the TV screen. There's like the actual like the ring that you see of like light. Yeah. Or in darkness, there's like the random the spinning chair. Yeah, the spinning chair, the which tree. Yeah tree the lighthouse it's the like, ocean it's, it's the supposed to be, maggots turning into people or people yeah. turning into maggots it's mm -hmm. supposed to be creepier is right. the idea but like it doesn't feel like it means anything sense. yeah yeah like even to the point in the movie the guy's like i don't know it's like a weird art film sure yeah like it doesn't actually attach to anything except no. for the fact that the lighthouse thing really and like again i appraised it because i really like the thing when she pulls the fly out of the movie i think that's really cool but like it doesn't it's so unrelated. Like it doesn't yeah. need to be in this in the movie. Like it's a cool scene, but like it just doesn't have any sub of substance to it. Yeah, it just looks cool. So Meanwhile, in this it. one, like every aspect of the film actually ties back to something. Yeah, and like they'll call back to a lot of it, and it's it just makes so much more sense. In, yeah, it does. Original. Um. So yeah, they're on the boat and they go to this island to figure it out and to figure out like what this mystery was and who the people were. And they do eventually figure out who the people were uh, and that the father is still alive. Yeah. Dr. Ikawa or something. I don't remember the name, but they figure out he's still alive. So they go and find him and they're like, Hey, what happened exactly with all of this? He's like, don't ever talk to me. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't want to talk about it at all. Yeah. So like, what about Sa Sawaka's daughter? And he's like, she had none. 
And he's like, what do you mean? Like, chase him down, like, chase him onto the beach. And then tackle him, and he explains well, exactly what happens. Not quite yet, because yeah, uh, the... he, like, walks away from them and, like, doesn't want to talk about it, and so they don't push it as much. But one of the women, because uh, while looking or trying to fi- figure out who this woman is, they find out, like, oh, yeah, like, apparently uh, they own some hotel there, so I got you guys a uh, right. reservation there. It's like, okay, cool, thanks. And go there. He doesn't want to talk about it, but, like, one of his employees starts to, like, look into it a little bit more and finds this old picture of him and his wife yeah. back in the 1950s. His daughter. Yeah. No, the daughter wasn't in it. It was just him and his wife. No, this is the grandfather. Because doctor, the actual doctor killed himself, they said. This oh, is okay. the daughter's father, and the daughter's the... Okay, so yeah. Right, right, right. And right, she right, had right, Sonico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. This is, like, one of the things that is kind of confusing about... Yeah, this, this one was a little on. bit more confusing. But anyways, um, I think one thing I liked about this one, too, they didn't split up, like, in the American version. They just, just went together. Yeah. Because it made more sense to do this this way. Yeah, there's yeah. no reason that they split up in the American one. Yeah, in the American one, they split up because they have to like investigate the hospital aspect of it. But that doesn't lead anyone in the American one. It's just a dead end. Right. And it's just a reason to pad the story. That's where the extra 30 minutes is. That's why that movie's yeah. two hours and this one's an hour and a half. Because that part where they split up, honestly. And yeah. it, that part where they split up is useless. It doesn't do anything for the movie at all. Yeah, but anyways, uh, after they see the photo of the two... Uh, that's whenever they confront him on the beach, and yeah. that's whenever you find out uh, with the ex-husband that, like, hey, like, your daughter was psychic, wasn't she? Like, I uh, I get the same feeling because I'm also psychic. Yeah, which <laughs> a little, like, out of it, nowhere yeah. at this point, but it's fine. It yeah. works for the storyline, but, like, yeah. also this is a supernatural story, so, like, having supernatural characters does kind of actually help a little bit. Yeah, it's just, I, feel, I wish Even they kind of leaned, an exposition they, like, leaned us into that a bit instead of just kind of... Out of nowhere, being like, "Ha! I can see the past. I can see your past by touching you." They kind of do with him. They, they like have flashbacks, but it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like, "Hey, he's psychic and doing these flashbacks." That's fair. It just seems like, "Hey, this is a flashback." Yeah, that's yeah. fair. It does seem more just like flashbacks. Uh, I guess one thing that may have helped it, but also could just be unnecessary, is that she's just like, "Listen, like because of your abilities, like you've been able to help me in the past. Maybe you can help me with this." Like that might have been like. What once again a little throwaway scene that could have just helped with the pacing of this a bit more. Yeah. But anyways, like yeah, he does. It kind of goes into the exposition dump because he says that the guys, their old man's like, get away from me again, and then like he grabs him by the hand, and then he's able to like see things that the man has seen before, and he sees or kind of goes back into a flashback of whenever his daughter was like giving her abilities and like showing that she was psychic to people, and then people doubting her, and then Sadako. Also happened to be there, um, basically killing the main person uh, with just her will to um, to kill him. Yeah, it's not really explained. No, it but it doesn't really like have to be. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. It's just like, oh, like she's so evil, she can kill kill somebody because she just wills it into existence. Yeah, because she got angry because they were doubting her mother. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And then also the main protagonist ends up seeing this too because I guess she's also slightly psychic. And then while she's seeing this version or vision she sees sadako in the vision like stands in front of her and sadako grabs her by the arm thus leaving like the finger marks on her yeah and it's like this is one thing they borrow in the american one (laughs) but it's like it works better so much better here because it's like yeah they saw this flashback and the flashback physically affects her like that's a neat concept that's cool and it shows how like strong sadako is Yeah. yeah whereas in the other one it's like uh she had a dream yeah yeah. And the dream was real. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that she has a haunted dream? 
Also, her son's also getting grabbed. Haunted dreams. Yeah. Yeah, which just doesn't go into... Like, they added the psychic thing because they knew it was part of the movie, but they didn't know how to implement it at all. No. It's, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. And <laughs> it's one of the things, like, one of the things that's better in this, like, with the son, there's still that thing where he's like... Because uh, when she go- drops him off with the grandparent, the grandpa, and, like, he brings the tape and watches it, and it does the thing. It's like, hey, did you watch this tape? And this one, he says, Tomo told me to watch it yeah whereas in the american one it's specifically he's like oh you know like i couldn't sleep yeah and saw he talks to sadako yeah throughout it whereas like i think it makes it's one way better into like work and just like smarter to have it be like his grief basically yeah because like he's like he knew about this tape uh tomo told him about the tape so it makes sense that he would want to see it and like understand and like you know again he maybe he is psychic maybe he did literally hear tomo ask him to do it yeah but like (laughs) because the parents do have the conversation like i mean it makes sense uh we could you knew something was off here Uh, it just makes sense that it was her in the presence like it makes sense that they both have abilities and so the son has abilities yeah in this it makes sense for him to have some sort of abilities in the american version it's just he has them for some reason or maybe he doesn't yeah. He's just a weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it does that flashback, and then a tsunami is yeah. approaching. It's approaching, which, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It feels kind of like a video, but also it's Japan, so that's just oh, every weekend. Yes. Yeah. Japan. Uh, but so also like, kind of like, I think it just throws another obstacle in their way of like, yeah. we need to get back to the mainland because they start piecing two and two together of just like, because they say like um like her father's probably dead now, but Sadako would probably be in her forties at this point, like her late forties like, at this if... point. And they can't find any information about her, and they're like, "Well, where does this all tie back to?" And then she realizes like the call only happened at the or at the cabin, and, and like, the tape was at the cabin. This cabin, like maybe we'll find our answers at this cabin. Yeah, and yeah. again, in like the American one, it just feels so it's happenstance. Uh, yeah, yeah. She just is like there was a tree. Yeah. <laughs> It, it literally is there was a tree and that was weird and there's a tree in the video so maybe it's at that cabin that we have to figure something out mm-hmm. they don't even know there's a fucking well <laughs> no <laughs> they and literally then, find the well by accident in the american version yeah and in this one they're like well this happened a long time ago maybe that well was there before they built the cabins there because these are newer cabins yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like it makes more like they put two and two together a lot better in this one because they're yeah. investigative journalists yeah well the, they, the, the, the guy is just a psychic well he's just a psychic, uh, yeah, he's just yeah. a psychic but well he's also a uh, professor he's a professor yeah yeah but anyways well, he's a math professor still a That's professor, professor. <laughs> that doesn't make you like good at investigating i don't stuff. know what are you a professor of e and he was working on a formula because like there was that one little dumb thing to where like his student was there yeah and like she ended up changing a plus to a minus on his equation just to throw him off yeah which is weird yeah. but whatever yeah um so yeah they are on the mission to go and find this well find this well yeah and but they they know where to look and they kind of figure like oh maybe they just built it on top and so they kind of get to the underneath part of the uh are the cabin yeah the cabin yeah. i don't know how else to explain it just like underneath it because it's not well, like a basement or anything yeah, no. it, this is one of the things that makes sense because you were talking about it when we watched uh in japan right. you have raised floors a lot because of flooding right yeah whereas that's not very common here so you don't really no you have basements here because yeah tornadoes. Actually, yeah <laughs> so like you know that's something that makes sense but yeah they go down there this is one of the parts i think 
is a bit weak in yeah. the Japanese one versus the American one. Yeah. Like, they find the well, and they do their psychic stuff. And in the Japanese <laughs> one, the dad just bonks her on the head and throws her in the well. He makes a gunk. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so not funny. even a gunk. It's like a whoosh. Yeah. Kind of yeah. sound. It's, it's a stock sound. It's like, a stock it, sound. It's yeah. a stock sound. And, like, this is one of the things I will 100% give credit to the American one. It is much more, like, heartbreaking and, like, sad that the mother had feels like, like she has to she had to choke like suffocate her daughter and basically just throw her down there whereas in this one is like yeah that i didn't like her so you, you killed you went bonk yeah, you went bonk. <laughs> yeah and so like i i will give credit to the american one i think i think that aspect is better than yeah Fair enough. I mean, it is almost a little bit forced in this one because, like, they do have that little conversation of, like, maybe he wasn't the real father. Like, who's to say her father is actually human? Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe she's half demon. Like, and they kind of speculate on her because, like, I think this is also during the time which it does work for some films uh, of just, like, if you don't really know the reason why, it's sometimes scarier. It doesn't work quite as well for this one, but I think they're probably trying to go for that of, like, adding more mystery to, like, what was already this mystery film. Yeah. And... But yeah, for this one, because in the American remake, it is the mother who like is grieving over the fact that like she doesn't know what's wrong with her daughter. And so she decides to try to kill her to like kind of give her a merciful end compared to this one where the mother was disgraced from the village and knew that the eruption was going to happen. So she threw herself into the volcano and the father, um, it doesn't even like go into detail about it. You just kind of assume that father's angry uh, over the fact that his wife killed himself and that his daughter is... Well, actually, that's Her. something that the Japanese one has. He apparently is cheating on his actual wife with this uh, psychic. So there's a shame aspect to it, which yeah. is yeah. a big deal in Japan. Yeah, which is like that's why he be. lost his professor thing because that was at the start of the movie. He's like, yeah, he uh, left being a professor and this and that. Where and then later it's revealed, yeah, because he was cheating. Yeah. So maybe it's out. his way of trying to like get rid of his shame to kill his yeah. daughter. But yeah, yeah, throws her in the well. Uh they go, uh, they do their psychic thing. They open up the the lid, the giant lid that's the giant on there. stone lid, yeah. yeah. And then this part is weak of it. It's it, it's a stupid plan. It's a bad yeah. plan. It's it, The plan is to go in there and drain the water bucket by bucket yeah. over the course of, they have like four hours only. Yeah, they don't have much time. Yeah. Their plan is to drain the water so they can find the corpse to do a thing. To just say to like let her Find spirit, her. Yeah. yeah, to release uh, the spirit because I think that's also a big thing in Japan is if like, yeah, like you're not buried, them. then you have a tendency to like haunt a place. And yeah. so, like, if you can find the body and bury it and get or give it a proper burial, then yeah. it could, you know, that's save. a huge, huge thing. Yeah. De yeah, death is like a lot more important in Japan than I would say it is here. Yeah, for sure. Um, not to say like it is very important here, like, we definitely uh have a lot of stuff relating around death, but like, there's so many things about how do you be respectful to the dead and stuff, which I would say we don't have here. We don't, it's going to sound really callous, but I feel like we don't actually like respect the dead here much. You're totally right. I think that that's a huge difference between us and many other countries. Yeah. Like Mexico is a big one. Like Mexico is huge on respecting the dead. Yeah. Like you have, there's just a week, a long, a week long holiday about respecting your dead. Yeah. Respecting, honoring them, remembering them, praying for them. Whereas here's like, uh, go visit the grave. If you want. Then, yeah. yeah, if you want. You don't even have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, culturally in Mexico, because Catholicism is just all in Mexico. Yeah. It's just you are either Jehovah's Witness or you are 
Catholic. Like, that's the options, basically. Or you're saying <laughs> and you believe in Goku. <laughs> you know, they just all believe in Goku. That's true, um, actually, yeah. But, like, that is so integrated into culture and society there that, like, it's not a question of, like, do you believe in this? Do you worship this? Do you do this? Like, you take care of your family when they're dead and when they're not, and you take care of the grave because it's your responsibility to make sure that they remain honored and to yeah. remain respected. Well, I'm like, and in Japan, like, you make shrines to the dead. Yeah. Like, you know, we do it for the funeral, but like in Japan, it's very customary, at least for a while, while, uh, while they're recently deceased to like have the shrine and you include them in the meals and yeah. like all this and that. So like, it, it does make sense. And it makes more sense of like wanting to release her spirit. In, yeah. Yeah. In that context versus here where it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. We should, probably do it yeah but yeah <laughs> it was kind of a bad plan to take you know mop buckets to try to drain an entire well it's, yeah it's a bad plan like it is. but like i, kinda... I do like the brutality of her actually being stuck in a well though more yeah. uh, this american one it one? is a lot more brutal no, in this one. Oh, because uh in the american version like you know you see some scratch marks on the side of the well and i think the oh, most oh, that you Sonico get being stuck in it. yeah yeah because yes. like you see some scratch marks on the side of the well but that's about it and, like that's only if you're paying attention and then like there is like one little quick scene in the tape of the american version where you see a fingernail breaking that's about it yeah and this one you see fingernails like embedded into the side yeah. and like of a, the well a very important trait of sadako is that she has no fingernails yeah, yeah. which it's, it's the same way in the american version but it's a lot more pronounced in this one like they make a big they make a bigger show of the fact that she has no fingernails in this one you can tell she had her fingernails destroyed by trying to escape whereas in the american one it's really easy to miss. you can just miss it, it. if you don't yeah. know you can just miss it yeah but yeah, uh, anyways, this long drawn out thing, because apparently in a place that floods a lot, they don't have si our siphons to like siphon water out of places. So they have to do it mop bucket by mop <laughs> I mean, bucket. They, just, they did just build a house over this well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, that's the, like they do have siphons that are like hand crank pumps. They so can just like put a uh, like I'm going into more detail yeah. than I need to be. But you, you can, can put a hose Robbie's down in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you could just put a hose down there, put a siphon on there, and start cranking it to get the water out. It would have been Listen. a lot faster, a lot more efficient, a lot where, less dramatic. Where are they going to buy a siphon that late in the night, Robbie? Yeah, what do they don't have siphon time, Robbie? I guess not. I guess I don't know enough about <laughs> Japanese culture. Yeah. They actually, it's very rude to siphon out water. <laughs> <in Japan. laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, they're taking out mop bucket by mop bucket, which I think is like the whole thing because like it starts off with the guy going down there and bringing the buckets and she has to like pull them up and then they switch halfway through and whenever the girl's down down there she ends up finding sadako's body yeah. which it doesn't like that was the thing about the american version is like she's just like a fully formed person and then like it shows her like decaying into a skeleton and this one she's just straight up a skeleton well it's a it's a really visceral scene where like it's, it's her hair because you know yeah, in the american her one hair. her hair's like over her face but in like Jap in the japanese one that is her like yeah. you never see her face other than a little bit in one scene yeah yeah and like she grabs it and like her hair like splits at the like in the at middle and like you can see the slow like the slight decaying of the yeah, skin and it droops off and, and then gooey. like her eyeballs i think her eyeballs melted is the implication yeah yeah which also gives this really visceral feeling of like she was crying the whole time while she was dying yeah and like it's, it's, it's brutal. So it's way more brutal. Yeah, and it's not like a like her. It's not the fucking 
girl being like, you're free now, Sadako. You can do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> your ghost is, your spirit is. It, it was just it's like, just like her realizing that they found her and like just kind of holding the skeleton near her. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, you get no, the. It's, ob- it's very obviously not a child not skeleton. Not a child skeleton, no. no. The skull is like bigger than her chest. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Uh, and but then, they eventually get out. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, uh, I guess since we never said their name the entire time, Ryuji uh, ends up saying, like, hey, it's 710. Like, this happened to you at 708. Are you still down there? No, 707. I want to. She said 707 or 708. And he says, hey, yeah. it's 7010. Like, I think we. If you're still alive, then I think we fixed the curse. Kind well, of I want to bring it up because it's one of the things that like i like because it's subtle when she's like doing the investigated thing in the cabin she'll look after the call she looks at the clock and sees 707 and that's why she's like i only have a week yeah so that's why i like that it was 707 because it reminded me seven days right you know, it all relates back yeah but there's <laughs> that um goes back into like you know the police going and like gathering up the evidence and getting the body and everything and them saying like we did it we finally uh, we beat the curse and then uh him driving her home saying like hey i'll i'll talk to you tomorrow yeah. and then uh goes the next day well he has a, he has a deadline too. yeah he has a deadline yeah. and so because he's trying to get that uh, equation done yeah and so it's him going back working on the equation and then while he's working on the equation uh his tv just turns on and he ends up seeing the well and then realizing like you know like we didn't fix this curse like what do we do wrong and like kind of pa- are having like that panic of like yeah. this is happening and then he gets a call and it's Ryuko? He calls her. No, no, no. She calls him. She oh. does call him. Oh, I thought. Oh, yeah. Ryuko. Because, yeah. uh, like, his phone rings, and he picks it up. And then, like, he uh, realizing that it's her. And then, like, she just hears him screaming on the other end, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. And then he dies. And I will say the death scenes are almost silly in this one. They comparison. are. Yeah. I get what they're going for. The, like, weird, like, flash frame is supposed to be, like, the negative. Yeah. Yeah. To relate it back to the... You know, it being of like almost like their that. soul being pulled out of them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, by the way, this is the iconic coming out of the TV. Scene. Yeah. Yes. And it's good. I want to say, does that, does it do it in the American one? I don't even remember it. It does, does it but it, yeah. it does. Yeah. I don't remember it. But like, <laughs> it goes it, to show how not memorable it it's is. It's so like, different. Yeah. And this one, like, it, it honestly works better. But one thing that they do in this one is they uh, took that uh, same technology, I guess not technology, that same, uh, scene technique that you see in like the original Carrie wherever she's doing it backwards but they're filming it or they're filming it backwards but while she's doing it so like it looks like she's moving forward but she's actually moving backwards so it looks very unnatural yeah while she's doing it it works very well and then also once again like we were saying before the fact that she has no nails is like very prominent because like you can see her like trying to claw into the floor but she can't because there's no nails there yeah and you see like where the nails used to be on her hand and then like once again you still don't see her face except for her eyes which like still look very unnatural which i think they did it in a way to make it seem like her face is upside down almost yeah it kind of does seem like that yeah but i want to say you only see her eye at the end yeah very very end because like and all you see is the eye yeah it's one of those things where it's like sadako in both of them are such a different thing and Mm -hmm. she's so much creepier in this i feel like yeah creepier like and you know it's it's like a joke where like in america we're very scared of like giant monsters and like this and in jap in japan the scariest thing is just a creepy girl (laughs) a creepy little girl but like it works so much better in this because it is really slow her coming out of this tv and it feels very unnatural and like very jerky in the american ones it's not jerky it's not slow it does that flash jump frame cut thing and speeds it up. And it's not as creepy. It's not as good yeah. in the American one. It's just not. 
but this feels like a inevitable thing. Yeah, kind of just like a slow impending death mm-hmm. is happening to him. There's yeah. nothing he can do to escape it. Yep, it's really good. And uh, then yeah, she so- realizes what's happening, so she like rushes over there. And by the time she gets there, the police are already there and like taking the body away. And she's her has that realization of just like, why did it take him and not me? I like I don't understand what happened. And then looks into a TV screen, which I feel like they'd use the reflection of the TV screen really well it's in this so movie. So good in this between like, the, whole time. Like, the mm-hmm. the initial time that she first watches the movie, she sees Sadako behind her afterwards, which worked really really well with this yeah. one. And then also like afterwards, and she's asking like, why him but not me? You see a scene from the from the tape itself wherever like you know somebody has a cloth over their head and they're pointing and he's pointing at her bag like kind of showing her like you know this is why yeah, yeah. like that's the thing it, they feel like a team in this one yeah. yeah even in his death he's trying to help yeah yeah it's really good and, and i like her figuring out it in this way more like even if he like basically spells it out for her yeah basically does but like it makes way more sense than in the in the american one where she's just like She's laying on the floor and then sees the copy and like, oh, okay. Like, oh, it's because I made a copy. And this one, he has, has to kind of point out to her, like, it's not because you, not even just because you made the copy, it's because you made the copy and then showed it to somebody else. Yeah. Kind of giving the sense of like, it's not because you made a copy, it's because you spread it is why you were yeah, spared. I think it, I don't even think the American one even has that part. It does I think it just talks about making a copy. So mm-hmm. here's the fun fact about that. They originally had it in the American version, and for some unknown reason, they took it out. That's so stupid. Because there's little scenes in uh, the American version that point to it. Uh, because you know how she says, like, I'm doing a story, and it's a real good one. You're going to want it whenever he's telling her she's fired. The story that she's doing is about this serial killer who gets off on a technicality and is uh, getting off on parole. Mm. And, like, um, you know, and she's doing a story about that. In the American version, what it was is like she made a copy, showed it to her ex-husband. She realizes to save her son, she needs him to make a copy, and he has to show it to somebody else. And she chooses to give it to that guy that's on parole. That would have been awesome, right? Yep, that would been great. Why? But yeah, which is exactly why the ki- like why her son looks at her and says, "What happens to the person that we show this to?" That's so much better. Right? Why would they remove that? I, I don't know. I still don't know to this day oh why God. they remove that. How are they going to add 30 fucking scenes of horses exploding <laughs> and not fucking a pivotal thing that connects back to the story? But yeah, that's it is a thing in this one to, to show like this is like an unending horror because as soon as you um like as soon as you see it, you have to show somebody else. So like yeah. there's never a ending chain to it. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a chain letter basically. And they were going to put that in the American one for some reason. They took it out. But there's still little scenes because there's that. There's also you see the s- snippets of a news article that's talking about him getting off on parole uh, mm-hmm. whenever uh, I guess her name's not Sadako, but whatever she is on the American version that I can't remember her name. Uh, whenever she gets Go the see. husband, like you see the news article yeah. on his desk. So like there's still little snippets of it in the American version. Oh but for some reason, they cut out that for the original ending. I think they said it was too dark. Which it's is a horror dumb. movie. Yeah. But they were <laughs> still PG- fighting for a PG 13 rating. PG 13 oh, horror movie. You know what they could remove that would probably help with it? The fucking horse getting eviscerated. Yeah. I'm not going to let go because it's so pointless. It's extremely pointless. It makes no sense. It's, super it's dumb. like, again, it just goes through the thing where, like, it's like they don't trust the audience to get scared. Yeah. They have to be like, ooh, get scared, get scared, get scared. You're scared. It's yeah. like, just let it be scary. Yeah. Like, this movie. It's so much creepier. And, and like, it's it's still, like, so silly in a lot of the same ways. But it's so 
much creepier because they let you sit in your yeah. in your fear. Yeah, they let you sit with the or uh, the impending doom of like you're gonna die and there's nothing you can do about it. Which the sleeping crawling horror of it is also scary, but it's scary in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I I going to the ending of this. It ends with a voiceover from her being like, "I knew what I have to do now." Yeah, I have to and, copy it. Well, and I have to share it around. And yeah, the implication for this one is that uh, she makes another copy and she gives it to her dad to save her son. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of the old man lives so the young boy can die kind yeah. of thing, which is also horrifying to think about. Yeah. But like, there's the implication of that, but you don't know for sure because like it's just or some no, the pieces son together. Would live, not the. Well, yeah, as I'm saying, the old man, or I probably said that backwards. Yeah, the old did. man dies so the young man can live. Yeah. Well, he just has to give it to someone else too. <laughs> yeah or he has to give it to somebody else too but that's the thing you don't know but that's the whole idea of like this is like a never-ending horror because it has to keep spreading forward yeah well it would end when uh vhs is out. <laughs> yeah and the last person to watch it like they're just screwed <laughs> they're like you gotta watch this vhs and everyone's like i, I don't have a vhs player dude <laughs> dang I can't, I can't do it um but yeah like and then it ends with her being like what would you do yeah, yeah. Which and then it's a awesome, silly actually. city pop song. Yeah, then the it's a ridiculous pop song, yeah. But that's Rings. Not Rings. Ringu. Sorry. Yeah, Ringu. Which, oh, that's also another thing that I was going to say is with the American version, the, like it being the ring is supposed to be like, you know, the ring that she sees but like while she's down in the well with the stone on top of it. Yeah. That's supposed to be the whole idea of that. The reason why this is just called Ring is because the horror of the ring of the, of the telephone. Yeah. yeah. So it makes more sense of this one, too, of like why this is Ring. Yep. Or Ringu. Yeah. 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 It's it's just it's better. The American it remake is. just so clearly doesn't understand no. its source material. This one's also not they didn't fucking piss on the film before putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, this this one doesn't have a green filter over everything. Yeah. And I mean maybe the original one did have like a green filter or something on it with and this rem this remaster just doesn't because they're like that looks like shit. Who knows? I don't actually know. Yeah, we but I don't remember that one looking like shit. Yeah. Even then. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's just... Uh, like, it just... Watching this does just make the American one so much more frustrating to think about. Yeah, yeah it does. Because it's just like, you <laughs> you clearly have no, like, trust or, like, faith in your audience. Yeah. Totally agree, honestly. Like, I, I wish they would just have translated this one instead of having whatever what's-his-face make a new version. And that's more likely to happen nowadays, I think. Yes, of course. Um, I mean, there's still remakes of stuff, but I think you're more likely to see, like, hey, here's the original version of this movie with just a translation. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I will say a lot of it probably is just down to racism. Yeah. Especially at the time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's something else that we've talked about, too, because you mentioned Seven Samurai before. Mm -hmm. uh, they technically do have an American version of it. It's just called Magnificent Seven, and it's a Western movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Um. <laughs> There's like a, and, a lot of remakes of Seven Samurai. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the American yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah. there's been a handful of American remakes. Some of them are kind of like loose inspirations. Some of them are just like straight up copies. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I forget what did you, did you tell me if they like officially got the uh, rights to remake it or not? For Ring? Yeah. They did. Okay. Just yeah. that at least. It is an official remake. It's not, it's not like fucking Black Swan where the guy just stole a bunch from <laughs> no, Perfect no, Blue no. and then said he was inspired by it. No, it's an official remake. It's just a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like we said, they just didn't, they either didn't trust the source material or they didn't get it. Yeah. I think they just didn't get it. I think it. they didn't get it. Yeah. Because like, yeah. you know, 
I feel like you've been itching to talk about a lot of the symbolism of this movie, Daria. I have. So I, I talked a little bit about it earlier when I was talking about the window scene and the difference there. The thing with the symbolism in this whole movie is that, and a lot of the movies from this era, from uh, Korean horror and Japanese horror, are about the impending um, crawl of technology and the doom that it brings with it. And that's the big thing with this. Like, yes, it's a chain letter. Yes, like, it's that horror. But the bigger point of it is that the ease of knowledge and the ease of information and how it is transported is becoming easier and easier. And this entire movie is about, like, why we shouldn't. Mm. <laughs> like, you don't need to transport this information. Like, it, it, it can be good, sure. Like, yeah, great, because VHS was a big thing at the time. Yeah. And internet was just starting up. And, like, the transfer of this information was becoming too easy, actually. And yeah. that's what this is, is, about the impending doom of the ease of tr of information transferring. And you know, considering the internet now, maybe they had a point. <laughs> they did, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why it's so different, because it this whole thing is, like, a very societal thing. Of like, it's all happening too fast. It's all too yeah. much. It's all too easy. And it's you have to keep passing on. You can't just stop. You have, It has to keep has going to keep and going forward. and going. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a lot of stuff about like the impact of the media in yeah, this movie. Yeah. In a way, like similar to what Scream got about in a, at a point. Yeah. Came out at the same time too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it, I wonder if there's some common things. Yeah. Cause like this one talks about how, uh, with how basically, uh, Sadako's mom, her, every, her spiraling down was caused by like, this media trying to build her up, build her up, and then just suddenly tear her down. Yeah. As same with Doctor Ikawa, although he kind of deserved it by cheating on his wife. But like, sure, it's it's that thing where like, uh, the media is just there to destroy people, basically. Yeah. Um, and then the message, or the closest thing that I can surmise to a message in the American remake, is just like, man, everyone sure is glued to their televisions. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, spooky videotape. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't go much deeper than that, whereas I feel like Ringu actually has, like, a real point it's trying to make. Like, it it has a point it's trying to make, and it uses horror to make that point, which I think most great horror has that aspect to it. Mm -hmm. And the American Ring is just spooky, huh? Isn't that spooky? Yeah. <laughs> I, in a way, I almost want to say, like, the only person I've seen who could just be like, hey, wouldn't this be fucked up is uh, Junji Ito. <laughs> a lot of his stories really are just like, like even to a point he's admitted where like there's one story that's just like a shark that can just move through land basically like <laughs> it, as if it was water. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I just, I just thought that'd be scary. <laughs> he's right. Yeah, yeah he's right. But like, so, uh, there are a lot of stories that are just like, yeah, that'd be kind of fucked up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that being said, some of his most celebrated work are the ones that have like deeper thought. Yeah, them. Uzumaki obviously being right. his biggest thing. I. Man, I'm so sad that keeps getting delayed because <laughs> I, I would love to see what Dry thinks about that. Yeah. Although I don't think he would like the body horror aspect of it. Yeah, we'll see. If it has a lot of holes, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's one part that will. Okay. Yeah, that's that's because stuff just makes my body crawl. Just a bunch yeah. of holes in one spot. Hey, that's why I hate gills. Well, what if there's spirals? <laughs> I, maybe I can do spirals. Because <laughs> spirals are kind of a big thing for Juti Eat, though. Well, no, for Uzumaki, I would say more than anything. Okay. I, it doesn't, it's not. Anyway, sorry, I get off track. <laughs> that's a whole uh, other thing. Yeah, that's that's different Japanese horror. Um, 
But yeah. yeah, just watching these back to back really. I mean, you said this is probably the weakest error for horror for American horror, right? Yeah, American yeah. horror was drowning at this point, and I think that that's why Japanese and Korean horror got so huge is because they weren't and they had messages and they were different and they yeah. were different like that. What I would say the Japanese and Korean horror from ninety four to like two thousand, I would say, is kind of where our horror was from twenty twelve to twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that same like hey, there's a deeper meaning here. We have something we're trying to talk about. We're going to let it sit with you. We're going to let you creep yourself out with the ideas here. I think that that's where Japanese and Korean horror was in the 90s, and that's we're just getting past that now. Yeah. Man, we after like, after we finish this, we should look up like new Japanese and Korean horror. See, I mean, a lot of it's like. very blockbuster, honestly. That's a lot of fair. it's very like in your face. It's trained to songs, things like that. Yeah. I'm just I'm just really curious, like, after doing this stuff and comparing, see if there's still like that push and pull between American and Japanese. They're more intense. They're yeah. a lot more intense than what we're doing right now. Um, way more in your face. A lot of their stuff gets banned. <laughs> uh oh. Because <laughs> it's it's brutal. Yeah. A lot of it's just really brutal. I mean, even back then, there was ones that were really brutal too, but they didn't get like an American remake either. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like uh, I hate to say it, like uh, Takashi Mike, the one who made a. Uh, uh, Harakiri, The mm-hmm. Death of the Samurai. That might be one of the most mild movies I've ever seen of his. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And that's a movie where a guy has to fucking mutilate himself with a fake sword. Yeah. Nice. But, like, he also <laughs> made Audition, which is considered to be, like, one of the more, more grotesque. Uh, is that the one that's, like, about rape? Kind or... of, but no. Um, he also did Ichi the Killer, which is, like, I heard that gore and up. body horror. That one's animated, right? Nope. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, definitely be able to checking out a lot more comparisons throughout this whole year. Yeah, because oh. like Dry said, in the early 2000s, uh, it seemed like horror was on a very much downward spiral. And it was considered a dead genre. It was. And one thing that was kind of keeping it alive was the fact that like they came out with The Ring. And they're like, hey, this worked really well for American audiences. Maybe we should do some more remakes and start doing some more remakes of Japanese and Korean and they horror. they never learned how to make good ones. Some people would argue that the grudge is better than Juon, but uh, they're different. I don't agree. Yeah, but some people would say, argue. Yeah. That. I for, I think D is one of the people who thinks that. Yeah. He thought Ring Well, I again, it seems like he just didn't like either. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't like this one actually. I don't know, it could be a time and place. Maybe. Some yeah. movies just don't hit check, for you. Yeah, we should check with him the last time he's seen it cuz I I feel like he should give it another shot. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like we're going to get to it eventually with the grudge and Juwan, but like, I think are. that's next. The last it? time mm-hmm. that I watched the grudge, cause I haven't seen Juwan, but I have seen the grudge and I think I watched it in theaters was the last time I watched it. 2004 then the long, no, time. like it might've been 2003. Yeah. 2004. It, I was pretty young last time I saw it, but I remember but, like at the time I was just like, eh, it's okay. But yeah, I think it was like 2003, 2004. Yeah. The two other comparisons that we have coming up are grudge uh, versus Juwan and Pulse versus pulse. So we're gonna do the eye versus the eye. I would like to. Okay. Yeah. That's a maybe then. That well, one's a maybe. Yeah. That but one those has are a pin two, in it. Those are the two we have coming up for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we finish. I guess we're we're trying to be more proactive on this one because we were yeah. pretty bad last year. We we were we were really rushing at the end. If you don't didn't notice somehow. <laughs> to be fair, trilogies <laughs> is very hard. It's a lot. It's a, it is a lot. Half. I think it was almost half of the movies we watched last year were trilogy. Yeah. Or trilogies. It was a lot. Anyways, so why don't we get in our final thoughts? Huh? Yeah, why don't you start us? See, um, 
yeah, this is so, so, so much better than the American one. There's so much more substance. There's so much more interesting stuff. There's still some issues with this movie. Uh, the acting is so over the top sometimes. It is. It's silly. It really is, yeah. And, like, that's just what you get from, like, Japanese acting sometimes. Like, just watch any, like, Japanese uh, show, and it's this too, <laughs> yeah, honestly. <it> <laughs> I've, been, I, I've been watching Kamen Rider. I fucking love Kamen Rider, but it's also so so much, like, melodrama like right. this. Um, but I would take that any day over the garbage acting in the ring. Yeah. It's the ring is just so annoying. It's so like needlessly cruel for all the characters. Everyone's so awful to each other Mm -hmm. for no reason, for no reason. And like it, it tries too hard. I don't, I don't like saying that a lot, but like, it really just feels like it's trying too hard. Sure. And like, you know, some of that probably is just, it's a remake. So it wants to like establish itself to be different but in a lot of ways it changed it was like not trying hard enough to be different and in so many ways it almost would have just been better to be the same yeah like especially like in terms of a lot of the like substance of this movie and it's weird because like there are good scenes in the american remake but they're not ones that help the movie there, yeah, I think every scene I really liked in the American remake was irrelevant, except for like the scene with the mom and Sadako. And that's one where I think if you could make like a master cut of, every, of both <laughs> of them, it would just be 99% the Japanese <laughs> one. And then uh, the back story would be like shifted to that one. Yeah I, yeah, I think I think the backstory is a little better in the American. Yeah. in general, like I think that works better, but like it's not, it's not worth it. The timelines are a little more confusing in the American one, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's just so much. You know, in a way, I I think I might overrate this one just because of like how much better it is than the American one. Um, but like, I think it, I think this really does stand the test of time. I think this is, there's, this is a classic for a reason. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, so that it might be higher than I would give it if I watched it first, but like, that's kind of the thing though. Like it's, well, part of this is being like, okay, what do these do different? What do these do together? What, like, what aspects do they do in this and that? And just, if almost all your movie is just, hey, the original's just better, maybe you don't need a remake. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, it doesn't feel like the remake had any idea of what it wanted to do. And, like, you know, I guess I, I ultimately am just rating, rating Ringu versus actually, like, talking about the ring again. But, like, I, Ringu is just so much more subtle, so much more atmospheric, and, again, just creepy yeah. in a way that the ring just isn't like, I didn't find the ring scary at all. Like even like when I was supposed to be scared, whereas this one, like, I don't think it's like scary, scary, but like I was creeped out sometimes. Like there's sometimes like there are silent moments in there where it lets you just kind of hang with everything. You're like, this is weird. Like I feel off, man. That's something I, we're still not, there's still something we refuse to do. It's so cool that this movie's just silent, like no music. Yeah. for so much of it in fact i think the music is the worst part about this movie is when it it's starts, ridiculous yeah. like the music and sound effects are the biggest shortcoming of this movie. yeah yeah they're ridiculous in a lot but of ways. they are kind of of the time too yeah um but like if honestly if this movie just didn't have any soundtrack i think it would improve it 
but like it's so creepy because yeah. it's like you get these long drawn out periods where there's nothing playing versus the American one where it's the same song but it just is annoying. Yeah. And they'll like have a scene go on where it's like this rising tempo play the sting and then just restart the song and it's, yeah, it's, it's really annoying. <laughs> um yeah, uh but yeah, no, I man, I did just enjoy this a lot in a way I kind of didn't expect. Like I thought I I expected to like it more. But I didn't expect to like really enjoy. It. I was like, uh, well, I'm probably gonna like it more. But that's probably gonna have some of the issues that the American one did because I'm assume because I assumed the American one just stole everything. <laughs> yeah, and I wrongly assumed that honestly. Yeah. I I'm, mean, with how this movie starts off too, you can assume that pretty yeah. easy because like the it's almost shot for shot for like the first what 15, 20 minutes of this movie. Ten. Ten. It's Ten? it's a lot yeah. shorter in this really. Yeah. That is true. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I. I think I think I'm gonna give the ring an eight. I I do think it's like worth it. Yeah. yeah. Like I think any I think everyone should watch it. Honestly, I think it's one of those movies. Yeah. Okay. Robbie. So, like I said, there are some scenes I do like from the American version better. Like I do like uh, the scene with the doctor whenever she's talking to Rachel, and that like that was a really good scene. Uh, some of the shots, like I hate how much they um, focus on the tree of on the american one but like some of the shots they got of that tree like with the red the tree going looks into the, beautiful yeah the tree looked really tree. cool it was a really cool <laughs> shot uh one of the few shots that are not green which kind of helps it with that yeah um there's that um oh, i kind of like some of the uh, stuff that's happening with the dad in it like i kind of like how he's haunted by the uh, by the dreams of her in the american version like that was kind of a cool little tidbit to put in this or uh, in the american one but there's so much more that they do so much better in the Japanese. And it makes so much more sense in context of just like the tape is new. That's why it's a, a rumor it's happening with uh, teenage kids because teenage kids accidentally made it when they're trying to like make a copy. And instead, like uh, through the sense of like maybe white noise, because white noise is like are a huge thing when it comes to horror, especially in the early 2000s and the 90s. And like yeah, not so much anymore, <laughs> not so much anymore. But it was back then, especially with, you know, magnetic tape being the way that they recorded things and like how they accidentally recorded the rage of a spirit instead of uh, recording you know what they wanted to that makes more sense in context in comparison to like oh it just always has been there kind of thing <laughs> yeah. since the dawn of time this tape has... <laughs> since the dawn of time vhs this, this was the first vhs tape ever made actually <laughs> <laughs> but like that and like are how they like leaned into like you know these guys are psychically adept which is why like they're kind of sensitive towards what's happening right now and thus helping their investigation moving it forward which leads to exposition dump, but it's one that actually makes sense in this movie. And then also I like the fact that like, they didn't make it to her like, you know, like, oh, she was like some kind of nutcase and had like this mental thing. And that's why her mom killed her. And instead she's like, oh, like maybe she's half demon. We don't know for sure. And like, it, I think the American one does imply she has psychic powers that kill stuff. Like being yeah. like, yeah, all the horses fucking ran into the ocean. Yeah. But like they, were, they knew how psychic she was. Yeah. <laughs> she like, everyone caught diseases and all that and this and that like i, I think yeah. that's there but it's it makes more i mean this one it doesn't like play around it's like she fucking killed someone oh yeah like yeah she just literally made a guy have a heart attack out of nowhere yeah and so like the fact that she did that in life and now she's doing it in death like it it makes sense and like a lot of the the context matters and it works so much better in this between like that and like you know the fact that like you know they're exes but they're still like they care about each other and mm -hmm. you can tell they care about each other even though it's like a fractured relationship and that's why they're always trying to help each other, even in death in some cases of this one. Uh, 
the and also like you said the approaching of technology and how it's constantly moving forward and there's nothing you can do to stop it and it being told with the story of this works so much better than just ooh spooky videotape in the american one that being said there is like he said some problems that is melodramatic in some ways in some ways this movie is way too fast-paced like we were saying earlier um the music is kind of all over the place the melodrama is kind of all over the place some of the exposition dumps are just kind of there like they felt like they needed to explain it but there wasn't a good place to explain it so they just kind of put it in a place Mm -hmm. uh other than that though this movie is it is great uh i feel like the idea of this movie is what's scary about it because like there's not a whole lot of especially i think it might be the fact that you know we've had so many years of like being adapted to horror so this isn't quite as scary as like if we watched it back in 1998 but i do feel like the idea is way more terrifying than like the actual what's happening in the movie which is why this movie has had 13 sequels yeah yeah (laughs) because and we'll never watch them probably not (laughs) (laughs) i've seen a couple a lot of them aren't good listen you guys you guys vote on one of them for us. To if we watch. were gonna watch one of the sequels, it would be Juan too. But if we were gonna watch one for like funsies, it would absolutely have to be Sadako versus Juan. It's bad. Oh, that's fucking sick. It's bad. That's I've seen it. it. It's, it's Japanese. Bad. You said right? It is. Yeah. It's bad. God, though. I hope it's like a Sentai movie. It's, Robbie watched it. It's bad. Is it funny though? It's funny, but it's bad. They should have fucking like, just put Godzilla in there too. They Fuck almost it. did. Like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I want to spoil it or not, but uh, that maybe at the end of the year for fun, we'll watch maybe. it. Yeah, yeah. We we don't have a ton of like bad movies to watch anymore. We don't. I mean, I have do, some that I kind of want to like, bring in existence. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, th- I think we did a lot of the ones we wanted to. Yeah. All right. Other, I know you wanted to watch the like one with the bear that you're like, it would be kind of hard to get to that. There are there are some the movies that Robbie's been talking about wanting to bring. Yeah, some of them good, some of them bad. Yeah, but like yeah. we'll get to it eventually. Whenever yeah, Dry yeah, yeah. throws me a bone, eventually. <laughs> Listen, you lost bone privileges uh, two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you know, whenever your, I brought... you'll get your fibula back when you deserve it. What's the last Robbie movie we did? I don't even remember. All of us, because Paprika would be right. Yeah, but like all of but us. with all of us. I almost want to say Deer Hunter, and that's whenever I lost no, my privileges. Crossroads. It was Crossroads. It was yeah. Crossroads. That one was yeah. awesome. That was a good movie, though. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. But I feel like I lost a lot of my privilege whenever I started bringing movies like Deer Hunter. <laughs> that <laughs> that hurt it for a while. Deer Hunter <sighs> was rough. It was, it was <laughs> rough. There's so many. That episode, our podcast was a different podcast back then. It was. Yeah. It took. It was like a four-hour session of us talking about it. It was two and a half to watch the movie. There are a lot of things that if we had the format we do now, I think we would have had a much better time. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of format, voice. I actually <laughs> think that Deer Hunter was the inciting incident that changed our format. You, the next week, you tiredly were like, all right, listen, yeah. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. yeah, if I remember correctly, like our we actually had to make two recordings because it went on for so long that it actually stopped the recording. Yeah, yeah. it was insane. There, there's so much. Uh, we've had some rough patches that the covid stuff mm-hmm. yeah um, i'm still like sad sad about the silent voice episode i don't like that i, I go on many times saying that's one of my least favorite episodes that we've just done you yeah. have said that a lot but anyways um like i said i feel like the idea of this is scarier than the actual movie itself but i think that is also with the approach of time and then also because it is a vhs tape it probably doesn't like sit as well with our, a younger audience maybe but maybe i'm wrong yeah. on that one 
But today it would be a creepy thing you saw on Netflix that disappeared after you watched it. Be a weird yes. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think it would work nearly as tiny, well. Tiny Sadako like coming out of a small phone like... <laughs> Fucking like jumps in your eye socket, it goes down. <laughs> That'd be actually kind of gross. It'd be a little gross. But yeah, someone um, make that. Don't show us because it'd be gross, but someone make that. I do think it's worth watching, but it's also worth watching as like a thought piece mm-hmm. of like the on approaching technology and like kind of where they thought it was going to go and things that they got right and things that they got wrong, looking at it within the 2024 lens yeah. that we have. But all in all, it is still a very good movie. It is still way better than the American version of it, which. It's kind of a theme for this time in movies and yeah. cinema, but all in all, I'd say it's like a seven and a half out of ten. Like yeah. it's still very much a good movie. It's still very much worth watching, especially if you are a horror buff like we are. Yeah, uh, yeah. As for myself, uh, I think that this movie is fantastic. It holds up actually better than I had imagined it was going to from my teenage years. I was very, I was like, what if this sucks? Actually, what if this really, really sucks? And what if I don't D's remember. Right, it? and it is, and I quote, but. Yeah, uh, I was actually kind of worried. I was like, man, maybe it sucks, and like I have a bad opinion here. Uh, but going into this and watching it, I was actually just like so pleasantly surprised that like, this holds up so well, and it just yeah. fits with my modern standards of where I think horror needs to be still. Yeah, like changing a couple things here and there, like this could just easily have been something that was released recently. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think the thing that also helps a lot is that we were watching this remaster, yeah, which true. is done extremely well, so it makes it feel very modern. Um, the sound design in it is good, but the sound effects themselves are very outdated. <laughs> uh, they feel from the era and not in yeah. a great way. Right. There's a lot of stuff that is just you... Um... There's a part in like Dragon Ball where there's like just a stock scream and it's so funny because it was also used in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> and it's like just Luigi going like, yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh but yeah, there this this movie does so many things correct mm-hmm. and in ways that you kind of hope for this kind of subject matter to be taken, taken very seriously, actually. It doesn't take the piss out of itself at all. It all feels very self-important in a way that I think helps it to make its point while also having a creepy tone with it without trying to shove a dumb filter down your face or jump, or shove jump scares down your mouth or whatever. Like it, it Or blending up a horse. Or blending up a horse. Like It doesn't feel like it has to force horror onto you. It's just the very aspect of it and the places that they're in and how it just feels for these characters makes you feel this way for these characters. I do agree with E that this one is a little faster paced than I think it could have been in a lot of scenes. I think that the exposition could have been stretched out a little more here and there. If it was 10 minutes longer, actually, even I think Mm -hmm. would have been the perfect uh, time for this movie and just give some of these scenes a little bit more, like give whenever they're going to be stuck on the Island a little more time. Let, the fear sink in for them on that, that maybe they'll be stuck there and they're just going to miss out on their time. Like there's some stuff you could have added here and there that would have really helped that scenario out. But overall, uh, that aspect and the ending being a little weaker than the American one. I do think that this is just a overall better movie. Um, I would recommend this to anybody who has the patience enough to read subtitles. I know that there, that that is not something that some people are really willing to do or capable to do. Uh, Liz, for instance, like she doesn't like subtitle things because she doesn't read fast enough because she has dyslexia. So 
trying to read something quickly and then go and watch the thing. Like, it's really, really hard for her, actually. Mm -hmm. Right. So, like, I understand in that aspect of, like, if you are able to, though, I would highly recommend this. It's it's fantastic. It really is kind of a, a sentiment to what horror should have been in America for a long time, and I think that's why America did all the remakes and tried to imitate it so much. Right. Because it was kind of a kick in the ass for American movie makers who were doing horror at the time. Like, instead of trying to hold on to the 80 slashers, they should have been evolving like other horror genres yeah. were. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of instances of us getting our ass whooped by another country. I mean, there a lot of the anime boom was like people getting tired of American cartoons yeah. ultimately and seeing this like refreshing new thing and like plot driven storylines, something that wasn't very common in America at the or time. Or unwelcomed by studios, in fact. Yeah. Uh studios don't want or didn't want in a lot of cases from what you're telling me, don't want very story driven cartoons. Yeah. They want to just be able to syndicate and put it on whenever. Yeah. So I mean at the at around that the time that Dragon Ball Z was like brought over the seas, um, there was a thing called the fifty-two episode rule, where a show would get fifty-two episodes so that they can air one every week. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this uh, this set a precedent for what horror should have been, and as we go forward with this year's theme, uh, I think that'll just become more and more apparent of where American horror was lacking. Are we roughly going in like chronological order or no? I don't think so. Okay. No, I didn't know if Ring was like the first. Sounds like it was from how you talk about it. I think Ring and Juan came around at the same time. I think Pulse came out. I think Pulse came out. I think came out afterwards. Yeah. I think Pulse was like 2008. I think Pulse was 2003. So we're like roughly doing it chronologically then. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Look it up here, Robbie. Do yeah, it, Google. So I, the you first might have one to specify more with Pulse. <laughs> yes, because they're just called Pulse and Pulse. Because, yeah, the American Grudge came out in 2004, so that was after that, or because that was after that, because The Ring was 2002, and then Pulse, I think Pulse came out when we were in high school. I remember that much. The American one did. The American one, from what I'm seeing here, because I'm seeing, yeah, the Pulse from Korea, no, uh, Japan, because it takes place in Tokyo, Uh, that (laughs) came out, the original one came out in 2001. And then I guess there's a 2006 version yep. of that movie, which I'm guessing 2006 is the American one. Yep. Yep. So, you know, roughly in terms of America, we're doing it chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. And the I is a maybe because the um the I was a 2002 film in Japan. It was a 2008 film in America. Yeah. Very different. They were really scrambling to see what other movies they could do. They huh? were actually. Yeah. They were. There's there was a lot of those from that area that they were really just like we got to do something. They're going. Yeah. Uh, did you give it a rating? You haven't given a rating. I haven't given a rating. I would give it an eight, though. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that it is great and very, very solid. It's not perfect, though. It's just not mm-hmm. perfect. It just isn't. <laughs> but it's one of those that I recommend to to anybody who has the patience and the wherewithal to to go with it. Uh, all right, that was our episode on Ringu. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, e, thanks for being here. Robbie, thanks for being here. Yeah. yeah. E, we yes. have a link tree. We do. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. Gives you a link to our remaining social media. <laughs> the whole one. We'll see how we do. Maybe we'll open a blue sky. Probably not. Probably uh, not. Actually, uh, and our podcast stuff, though, you probably know what you want to listen to on. 
Yeah. Uh, then we got all the Twitch stuff. We got a Twitch stream every Wednesday, most Thursdays, every Saturday. We do Twitch streams Wednesday. I think Dry, uh, Dry and Sam probably are finishing up Evil West or about to next week. We have, by the time this comes out, we will have either one stream left or we had just done our last stream. Yeah. Uh, Thursdays is Rando Fidos. Me and D have a big old wheel of fighting games, and we play a game on it. Yeah. Uh, we play rand- the randomest shit on that. There's some random fucking arcade games that we be- I saw a Twitter clip of, so I added it to the, <laughs> to the wheel. Um, why not? Yeah. Hey, we we just got one called like Daruka Tenshi, and that actually was really really fun. Um, and Saturday, uh, it's kind of been on and off. But Dry is probably going to be playing Ghost Trick. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to last week, but I had a work thing come up. Yeah. So we weren't able to. Yeah. So we played something else instead. Check that archive out mm-hmm. on YouTube. Uh, so, yeah. And then there's the archive, like we said. And we have a highlight channel where every week it's been doing our Last of Us highlights. Those are really fun. Um, I keep rewatching the episodes. <laughs> They're so funny They're in different ways. They're good, yeah. Uh, the last one that came, I guess it will be two weeks ago at this point, but <laughs> it was another episode full of glitches <laughs> and also Dry talking about when he showed me WAP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is really funny. Um, so, yeah. And then episodes coming out. Uh, the lengths of those keep going all over the place between like, 20 and 40 minutes but you yeah know, it is what it is yeah and uh I've, I've been enjoying those i like making the stupid thumbnails for them. yeah it's fun and yeah so go check those out I, I work hard on them he does he really does they, they're great um I, I think that's all the things I think yeah so. all right uh everybody out there have a great one we will talk to you again very soon um i don't know be kind be patient get us out of here Robbie. all right so if you're out and about and you see a crazy videotape Make sure to make a copy gift to a friend. But if not, <laughs> uh, if this is the first time you've listened to us or you've been listening since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Or morning. Whatever uh, time you listen. Bye. Uh,